Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is episode 13, season 11, the last episode in this season. The topic today is recovery from active alcoholism possible. In one of my previous episodes, I answer a big yes when asked if treatment works. If, and this is a big if, you can get your loved one into treatment or if you yourself have AUD, which is alcohol use disorder, and a sincere commitment is made, then the odds for recovering from alcohol abuse are very good, at least in the short term. The one thing that families and their loved ones fear most, however, is that this sobriety thing will not last. They fear a relapse back into the insanity that drove them to seek treatment to begin with. The family can imagine their emotional and financial investment going down the drain, watching in horror as the nightmare unfolds before their unbelieving eyes. Relapse, defined by the Oxford Dictionary as a deterioration in someone's state of health after a temporary improvement, does not and should not have to happen. To better understand how a relapse can happen, we first need to go back to what a successful, intensive alcohol treatment is supposed to accomplish. Fundamentally, treatment is designed to change thinking. The major accomplishment that treatment seeks is a permanent change in an alcoholic's or addict's thinking and the behavior that arises from it. The challenge is to accomplish that fundamental change in thinking in a relatively short period of time. 30, 60, even 90 days in a treatment environment is just the start of a process that is supposed to last a lifetime. That's why recovery in a treatment setting is such hard work. A change in thinking is a major undertaking. I often introduce myself in a meeting and say, Hi, I'm Bruno J., and I'm addicted to my opinion. Just to make the point that opinion must change when it comes to recovery from faulty thinking. People identify with their opinions as if the opinion were an integral part of oneself. There are those who refuse to accept that addiction or alcoholism are disease states and believe fiercely that addiction is a case of weak moral character. The evidence against that view is overwhelming, yet many cling to it out of fear of being wrong. That's why I maintain that one of the most difficult things that we can do is to change the way we think. In recovery, you learn that there are paradoxes that you never thought of. For example, there is victory and surrender, or there is liberation and discipline. Changing the thinking includes changing one's understanding about the power of addiction, learning the value in embracing rigorous honesty, learning how to experience emotions without altering them or stuffing them with alcohol and drugs, becoming less self-centered, and being guided by values as opposed to being ruled by fear and impulse. The essence of the desired change is to shift unhealthy, self-destructive ways of thinking to healthy, productive, and sane thinking in the behavior that follows from it. 
We teach clients throughout the treatment process how to identify faulty thinking, help them restructure negative thought patterns, and identify cues and triggers that could result in a relapse unless redirected. Our experience shows that this type of learning, that of healthy thinking, must be fully internalized and practiced on a consistent basis during and after treatment if the client wants to avoid a relapse in the early going. More relapses occur in the first 30 days after treatment than at any other time. Relapse happens because the individual has not sufficiently carried the lessons learned in treatment over to everyday life. They're now without the protection of a sanctuary to guard them against the triggers and unexpected stresses that the outside world imposes upon them now on a daily basis. Addicts and alcoholics intent on getting better come to understand that their focus absolutely must be on learning new ways of thinking to stay clean and sober, or all is lost before it has even begun. The past is still the past, and yes, you will have to make amends at some point, but right now, follow the teachings of early recovery. Her clients are taught about the value of rigorous honesty, without which no recovery is really possible. At the end of many a 12-step meeting, they say this, it works if you work it and you're honest with yourself. They are taught what to do in the event of a craving that seems to come from nowhere, but it's usually triggered by stress, shame, anger, or anxiety. We advise them to talk to someone, perhaps a temporary sponsor or counselor, or even another supportive resident. They are taught about the consequences of free choice now that they've recovered their power of choice. As practicing alcoholics and addicts, they acted without regard to the consequences. Whereas now they look far enough ahead to see that certain choices lead to self-destruction, while others lead to the light. There's power and commitment. One of the main concepts in recovery is embracing the full meaning of commitment. Some call it surrender, but it's the same thing. One surrenders the old way of thinking commits to a new way of thought and action. Making and holding to a firm commitment distinguishes an addict who succeeds and maintain a clean and sober life from the one who relapses and ends up yet again at the gates of hell. That's happened to me once. The whole point of treatment, again, is just to set the client up for success for a lifetime, but then a lifetime happens but one day at a time anyway. A lot of people are confused about what recovery means. In the beginning, in the first year, the focus is on staying sober by establishing and practicing sober living habits that are incorporated into one's life until these habits become second nature. With time, however, as one practices the principles of a 12-step program, an amazing thing happens. It's no longer about just staying clean and sober. The recovering person is rewarded for his efforts with a life liberated from the prison of his own making. He has finally become free to unleash his talents and energy to do some good in this world, in whatever form that takes. In other words, the best defense is a good offense. Good only happens with action. That is the essence of recovery, to make the essential transformation from an isolated, self-centered being to a whole person, willing and capable of becoming a positive force in his family and in his community. It goes way beyond not drinking or using, even though that is why people enter treatment in the first place. They and their families have little idea of the true ultimate rewards that are coming if the addict, the alcoholic, makes the commitment necessary for a successful recovery and carries it forward. So what have we learned about recovery today? Well, we learned that 
One, there is little, if any doubt, that recovery from even the most profound state of addiction or alcoholism is not only possible, but probable given certain conditions. Two, the best way to look at relapse prevention, given that relapse is what families fear most, is to learn that a change in thinking is at the heart of recovery. Three, the thinking changes from the inability to deal with life events and emotions without drugs or alcohol to learning how to embrace life and emotions exactly and they are as they are presented. Four, commitment separates those who make it from those who don't. Commitment means action based on the principles of honesty, sacrifice, and giving as opposed to using and taking selfishly. And finally, number five, what at first seemed like just a way to get clean and sober, recovery comes to mean a new world of opportunity in which one flourishes as a complete human being. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com.